Hey, it's Johnny Marks. Thank you so much for checking out the Marks in the Morning podcast. Remember, you can listen to myself, Carrie Mack, and JP weekdays from 6 to 10 live on K92.3. It's time to get your day started. This is Marks in the Morning on K92.3. Can I get a countdown? Can I get a countdown? Three, two, one. And how you doing this morning? Are you recovered? Are you okay? Did you uh, put a few back on a... St. Patrick's Day Wednesday. Well, now it's Thirsty Thursday, so you can't let up, right? It's Marks in the Morning. Welcome to uh, our little show here on a Friday, Junior. We've got a lot coming up. I'm Johnny Marks. This is Carrie Mack and James. Uh, Carrie, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. And you did something with your hair. We'll get back to that. No, did you? Or you just you're wearing it different. I'm. I put it up in a bun. It doesn't look as pink today. See, this goes back to the whole compliment thing where yeah. we were talking the other day about how guys don't compliment enough. Well, so you tried to compliment. She's like, oh, it's just a bun. It wasn't a compliment. It was a question. Like, yeah. what happened to your head? <laughs> well, it looks different. I, yesterday, Carrie was decked out in green. She had green eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. She had green hat. Green. It was awesome. And today, I'm not used to it. You're wearing much brighter, more. Reddish yes. auburn colors? Yeah, like it's almost like a fall yeah, display. a little bit fallish. Very autumnal. Oh, Ooh, very autumnal. Oh, wow, that's yeah. a big word for that. Even though we're past the autumnal equinox. <laughs> Too early for words like that. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, good. And JP, how was your night? How was your Saturday? Well, as expected, my kids did not want anything to do with the Irish food that I presented oh. to them. But I did, and I ate the crap out of it. Was it good? Yeah. Um, we all had at least a drink. Well, I don't know if Carrie did. You were you had a story for us, which we'll talk about on the air a little bit later, because you went to lunch during work hours where you're not supposed to drink, but somebody in the office did. But they may not have known. Carrie. No. Oh. <laughs> I don't think it was. Well, we'll get to that. But did you have a, a little, um, I don't know, tipple for St. Patrick's Day last night? Uh, a, a what? A tipple. A tipple. That's what Hannah and I call it at home. It's when you have a drink at home, you call it a tipple? No, when it's just a little bit. Oh, a tipple. Oh. It's almost like you're drunk when you're saying it, I guess. I don't know. I don't know where that came from. I'll have to ask her. It's something that she started. Oh, I don't like that too much. Um, I didn't have a drink. I kind of got home, had dinner, and crashed. Mm. Went to sleep at 7 o'clock. Oh, look at you. A.K.A. I passed out. Uh, <laughs> Gary passed out on St. Patrick's Day. That's I did do a funnel with everyone at work, but that's besides the point. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a lot coming up on the show today. Hopefully, you're recovered from St. Patrick's Day. Or if you're uh, you're not into the drinking thing, then you probably can judge your coworkers for not being recovered today. Lots coming up on the show, including Eli Youngman tickets. It's BYOB for EYB. Another round of that coming up. Yeah, NCAA tournament starts today. Drake plays. We've uh, got this story on our K92.3 app. The game is on TBS, I think. So 5.30 tonight, if you have cable, even if you don't really care about uh, the school down there in Des Moines, you've got something to watch with a little hometown connection. And they just extended their coach's contract, Drake did. Uh, what is it, DeVries? Who is from Applington, by the way. So if you want to root for a local kid, uh, another eight years. Can you imagine getting an eight-year contract extension? They they signed me to an eight-day extension the other day. I was like, whoa, I can work till Wednesday. And you know, when you get a contract extension, it's it's never for the same amount of money or less. You know, he out, yeah, it's a big, big, big bonus, I'm sure. I always wonder that with baseball, football, any player that gets this massive deal. I think Albert Pujols in the major league has got like a 10-year deal. And he was never as good as he was way before that contract. So I always wonder if you're a player, if in the back of your mind you're thinking, maybe I don't want to work out today. You're going to coast the next to. eight years. Yeah. I'll turn it on when it's another contract year. You know what? I'm 43. Um, Tom Brady did the same thing. They signed him to, in football, What is he signed to a four-year deal. In football, at any age, that's a huge contract because of the injury rate. 
And the guy's in his mid-40s. That's just, it just blows my mind. Hey, good for them if you uh, pull it off. So uh, there you go. Drake plays tonight. Otherwise, obviously, I will play Saturday. Yeah, 527 is tip-off this evening. 527. And my kids always ask me, why do they have such odd times? Why is it 602? And usually it's because there's another game before it, and they have to have 20 minutes between the games. But I really don't know why they have such that odd is a start weird times. Time. It's, uh, it's like baseball sometimes. First pitch is 711 or some random time. Uh, Carrie Mack, when do your Orange Boys play? Uh, my Orange Boys, yeah. uh, they play on Saturday. Okay. Or no, I'm Friday. I'm gonna. Have to, Friday. I, oh no! Now I'm confused. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. Super fan Carrie Mack. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. Well, you'll figure it out. I'm yeah. Sure. Lots it's, to watch. It's Saturday or Friday. You know, I haven't even filled out my bracket yet. I really haven't even looked at it. I have a fantasy baseball team that I'm supposed to sit down and do some homework on this weekend. And obviously by this weekend, it'll be too late to do my bracket. So that's where I am. I'm nowhere near a bracket. I'm not going to do a bracket. Of course, they get busted anyways pretty quickly. And the way I would do it is I would just pick local. I'd pick Iowa to go. And, you know, I'm not saying they can't, but... But then Johnny, be my there's a there's a one in nine point two quintillion chance you'll get yeah. a perfect bracket, and that's why I'll invest <laughs> in the Powerball instead. <laughs> Probably better odds. Uh, but anyways, good luck to all the uh, Iowa teams, Iowa natives, and all that getting ready to start in the tournament. And good luck to you if you got a bracket or anything invested financially. I hope it uh, goes well for you, no doubt about it. At six fifteen, Sparks in the morning. I was a huge pork producing state. Overall, we're a lot of meat lovers, but. Obviously, a lot of people like fruits and veggies, and sometimes meat gets a bad rep for uh, additives like oh, hormones and whatever. Well, fruits and veggies are guilty, too, and I've got a list of the most pesticided. Is that a term? Pes- pesticided? Pesticided. Pes- I don't know. Most pesticide-induced. <laughs> yes. Fruits induced. and veggies. That's good. There you go. <laughs> so maybe your favorite fruit or vegetable is the one with the most pesticides. It's called the Dirty Dozen List. It comes out every year, and I've got it. I think it's in the USA Today. And I will tell you which fruits and vegetables. Well, everybody loves, loves fruits and vegetables, or at least we're supposed to. They are good for you. But what are the Dirty Dozen in 2021? This is an annual list put out. It is from USA Today that covers the most mm, pesticide-induced, I think is what I stuck with from before, most pesticide-induced fruits and vegetables. By the way, that doesn't mean that they're bad for you. It just means that they're the most likely to have pesticides. Number one is strawberries. Again, they've been six years in a row at the top of the list. Number two is spinach, and number three is kale. So those are your top three. Spinach and kale are very popular uh, and very healthy. Strawberries are very tasty, but they do have the most pesticides. Way, way down at the bottom of the list, celery, the cleanest uh, of the top 12, but still has pesticides. Uh, at number 11, tomatoes. And at number 10, bell peppers and hot peppers. That one's too bad. I mean, you would think the hot peppers would kill those pesticides. I guess not. I yeah. guess not. Again, my biggest lesson from all of these random facts that you keep throwing at us are... Don't eat vegetables. Don't eat fruits. <laughs> That's not what I'm getting at. It's it's still healthy. I mean, they're still fine. I think that there's a lot of hype over the some of this, but I know a lot of people are interested, so I'll give you that. Uh, the cleanest options are avocados. Mm. Oh, I was hoping those would get a bad rap. Corn. Corn, yay! Yay! Uh, pineapples, onions, and everybody's favorite fruit, the papaya. It's fun to say, if nothing else. <laughs> um, apples are on the list. Grapes, cherries, and peaches. 
So basically, Pears. every fruit and vegetable yeah. we eat is on the list. All the good ones, my friend. All the good ones. Unless you like, a lot of people love avocados. You're good. Those are one of the cleanest. I would think, and I'm looking over the list, and I think it's accurate. Anything that you peel, the inside is going to be okay, right? I Maybe think, not. I was thinking of that, too. You mentioned onions. And, like, well, you eat, unless it's a green yeah. onion, you eat what's growing underground. Right. Carrots are not on the list, better or worse, but they grow under. But celery grows underground, too, and they're still pesticides. I don't know. Anyway, so I just thought I'd pass that along. We'll be back in a couple minutes on Mark's In the Morning, and uh, I think I'll just go eat some beef for breakfast. So there you go. <laughs> and take care of that. We've got news and weather on the way. We've got Rascal Flats on the way, and it's a Throwback Thursday. We have one of the oldest songs to be featured on a Throwback Thursday throwdown. Is it mine? Is it Carrie Max? Well, you'll hear both of your options, and you can start voting next. I'm Evan. Mark's In the Morning on K92.3. I did a little research, guys. Uh, you know, the big NCAA tournament, a.k.a. March Madness, which, by the way, our next round of March Madness is today as well. But uh, I did some research on the colleges, not just playing, but colleges in general. Did you know? Well, let me see if you do know. Do you know which animal has the most uh, is the most used for team names? <sighs> Seventy six schools use this animal for its team name slash mascot. What do you think it is? I feel like it's a feline of some sort. Okay. I've heard this before. It, yeah, it, um, can I can I guess, or is that going to yeah, ruin? Go ahead. Wildcats? It's not a wildcat. Okay. Is no. it Panthers? No. No, come on. You and I is more unique than that. <laughs> 76 schools use this. I'll give you a big, big, big clue. It's very symbolic in America. Eagles? It's the Eagles, yeah. Huh. Eagles, the most used. It's 76. There you go. 76 colleges use the sports team nickname the Eagles. Number two with 46 is a cat, but it's not a panther. Any guess? Wildcats. No. Oh, Bobcats. I'm just going to keep no. saying Wildcats until right. I'm right. Yeah. No, Bobcats. Tigers. Yes, Tigers. Ah. And then at number three. Wildcats. <laughs> Panthers. <laughs> we just keep saying the same ones. No, it's a different type of animal. It's a canine. The bulldogs. Oh, yeah. Ah, okay. 40 schools are bulldogs, 46 are tigers, and 76 colleges use the eagles. That doesn't count high schools. I'm sure it's off the charts when you factor it in. Uh, no Sporty McSport face. I'm surprised. <laughs> where, where, where do you play? I play for the Sporty McSport faces. <laughs> Not this time, you know. I'm surprised Cardinals isn't in there. And Cardinals should be. Yeah. High. There's a lot of Cardinals in college. There's a lot of, um, in, especially if you go into high school, there's not a lot in colleges, but you have a lot of Vikings, mm-hmm. or at least Viking analogies. Well, you got Norse, right? Up in uh, at Luther, you've got Decorah Vikings, so I guess that whole town, but there's a lot of Scandinavians, so that makes sense. I bet there's only one orange. Yes. I was about Syracuse. to say, how, how many fruit are on this list? Uh, well, don't, isn't there, uh, in France, isn't there a yellow bellies school? Okay, no, too, too much. What? I'm not big joke. in the French sports, Mr. Mark. It was a Mr. World Marks. War II joke. Come on. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, that World War II joke went right over my head. <laughs> much like the French fighting in World War II. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, okay. All right. It's Mark's in the morning. It's evening there. If they're listening for some reason on the stream, then they'll very slowly send uh, somebody over here. To- <laughs> <laughs> All right. we'll, be- <laughs> we'll be back in a couple minutes. Yes, it's 2006 again. We're making fun of the French. Um, Carrie- <laughs> 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 
Carrie Mack, do you have a tease for our Nashville News Minute? Yes, I do. It's a bit of an update on a previous story that has to do with TikTok. Oh, oh, okay. Well, we'll find out next if she's referring to a clock or that social media app. Hang on. About seven minutes after seven o'clock, it's going to be nice today. We'll say about 50 degrees. Sarah Flynn from uh, Iowa News Now saying upper 40s. Say upper 40s, maybe we'll touch 50. Let's be optimistic. Uh, we're going to talk about some regional differences coming up on the show in a little bit. I'm talking more verbal differences, words, things we say that either have different meanings or pronounce different. Carrie's compiled a small list since moving to Iowa in early January. JP and I have noticed some things as well. And uh, we'll bring those up in a bit. And you can chime in as well. Maybe you're a transplant from another area. Or you moved here for a job or a spouse or something. Uh, and maybe you noticed some regional differences from where you're originally from. Before that, a couple birthdays. I don't have any country stars today, but uh, we'll call him a honorary country star. Adam Levine, Blake Shelton's buddy. From Maroon 5 is 42 today, former voice coach, and uh, eventually, I'm sure, will perform at Blake's wedding. We keep hearing about that. He is 42. Uh, Oh, do you know how you remember Dane Cook? He was so famous for like five minutes. Yeah. How old do you think Mr. Cook is today? The comedian Dane Cook, actor Dane Cook? I think he's in his like late 40s, uh, yeah. early 40s. A, I've always been a big fan of his, but he's yeah. he's got to be late 40s. I agree. Yeah. Right. Very late 40s. Have you seen 49. him recently? He was hosting some Zoom things yeah. with celebrities. He's had some work done. Oh, my gosh. He looks terrible. <laughs> I mean, I know he's people do that to look younger, and yeah. sometimes it gets botched. I think he had a botched yeah. face work done because he doesn't look his... He, he looks a little little worse for wear, but he's 49 today. Actress Queen Latifah from that Equalizer show is 51. And uh, legendary Vanessa Williams, the singer, is 58. And then uh, Lily Collins, if you're a fan of, of her, she's the youngest on my list today. 32. That's Phil Collins' daughter. My wife just lost her mind when I told her that. I, she was upset for some reason. I, yeah, I don't get – you're talking about this off the air. I don't get why you would be upset when you I find out – does she hate Phil Collins' music? Nah, she doesn't love Phil Collins. She never liked – growing up for her, Tarzan was what she did. Yeah. She's too young to really know Genesis, if you like classic rock, or his solo stuff. So she didn't, I don't know. He did the music for the Tarzan movie, yeah, correct? Yeah, he won an Oscar. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, he killed it. Oh, my gosh. What you like that? I, yeah. didn't, I didn't think it was so bad either, but it was like when, for Hannah, it was like when Luke Skywalker found out Darth Vader was her father. She <laughs> lost her mind. No! And then her hand fell off. <laughs> it was just bizarre. All right, regional differences coming up on Marks in the Morning. This is Marks in the Morning, and thank you so much for spending your Friday, Junior, with us. Votes are coming in like crazy for a Throwback Thursday throwdown. Quick recap can be found on our K92.3 app of both songs. Both classics, one very classic from the 80s, the other one from the earlier 2000s, but um, very different songs today. One picked by Carrie, one picked by myself, and you can vote for the winner. Okay, as a native Midwesterner myself and JP as well, there's uh, a lot of things we say within our region that when you leave, people will kind of give you a, a double take. For example, pop. You can walk in any restaurant, any convenience store, and you can ask, you know, hey, do you have, uh, what kind of pop do you have at a restaurant, or do you have a certain kind of pop, and they'll know exactly what you're talking about. You go out east to, like, New York or Cary's Neck of the Woods in uh, eastern Pennsylvania, and they're going to look at you like you've lost your mind. You go down to Georgia, and if you want a Pepsi, you call it a Coke, right? I've heard this. Mm -hmm. That's the home of Coca-Cola, Atlanta, Georgia. So there are different regional things everywhere, and every now and then they'll bubble up and we'll figure them out as we're having conversations generally off the air carrie will go what did you say jp or johnny 
One of her favorites, I'll just bring it up right off the bat, is the way I say the thing on the top of a building, <laughs> not the ceiling, but on the top top, why it's the roof or roof. <laughs> but I say it like a dog, apparently. No, you don't say it like a dog. I just love the way you guys say things sometimes. It's very endearing. No, see, this is the correct way to speak. Yeah. You're an outsider moving to our state. So right. this this is how it works, Carrie. I ooh, ooh, I can feel the tension. Bringing it's, down the hammer. It feels Uh-oh. a little bit rough in here. <laughs> uh, what, what, what do you mean? What, what are you, why are you talking about the thing on the top of the building? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? All right, so what's one for you, Carrie, besides that, besides roof? Do you have another one that I wouldn't say, even if it's not a uh, like a pronunciation thing, kind of like pop, mm-hmm. we're saying it right. It's just we're saying it in a context you're not used to. What is something that we say that kind of throws you for a loop or even now you're still going, oh, that's right, means something else here? Well, back home, we usually call roundabouts traffic circles. Okay. And I initially started calling it roundabouts because I think it's just more fun to say. But usually back home, especially in New York, when you're just, when you're going into the city, you take the bus, you see all those traffic circles. You don't hear anyone saying roundabout. Roundabout is kind of a weird word. But it almost, (laughs) traffic circle sounds like. I don't know. What, what should we call this? Well, it's round. How about we call it a circle because traffic goes around. It's like you guys couldn't come up with a better word. Yeah. It, it, it seems too generic. You're right. They both they both make sense. Roundabout. You go round. And they are circles. They should be called roundabout circles. Uh, round, <laughs> talk oh, about redundancy. That's good. Well, I like that. And you know, and you're from Minnesota, Johnny, but I don't yep. pick up much of a Minnesota accent at all. And I grew up... In the way extreme northeast corner of Wakan, which is almost bordering Wisconsin and Minnesota. Yeah, and yeah. when I first came down to the Waterloo area, people were giving me crap because the way I said the word S-O-R-R-Y. Oh, okay. I would say okay. sorry. Sorry. But yeah. everyone else says sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, that one was beat into me in broadcasting school. I don't know what I said before, if it was sorry or I just said it wrong, but... That to me, when I hear sorry, I think that's very Canadian because you know it's yeah. like a and a boot. Mm-hmm. Oofta, oofta. Well, Minnesotans. Yeah. What Minnesotans say a lot is "you betcha," mm-hmm. and I still say that. Hannah's mom says that she's a native Iowan, but she's from the northern part of the state. You betcha. Yeah, sure. I still hear that a lot in myself when I talk. I try not to do it on the radio, but I'll say it a lot off the air. I'll go, "Yeah, yeah." Y e a comes out y a. Yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> okay, yeah, then. Hot dish instead of uh, <laughs> hot dish instead of casserole. Hot dish. Although that was not one that I grew up with. It was always a casserole. But uh, hot dish is popular. I used to work in Wisconsin. I did radio in Wisconsin, and you were on the border there. We talked about this one off the air. They don't call an ATM or a cash machine either of those. They call them time machines. T y m e. I think it's spelled T y m e. Yeah. If you're an outsider and you hear that, mm-hmm. you would think you have. Doc Brown and yeah. Marty McFly somewhere nearby. Yeah, people would ask, well, how many gigawatts? Time, T-Y-M-E, is take your money everywhere. It's not a bank, but it's a system of ATMs, and they've called them time machines. They're only in a couple of states. I had to look this up. I didn't know this beforehand. Wisconsin, part of Michigan, and then down in Florida. So in the Midwest, I mean, Michigan's technically part of the Midwest, but if a Wisconsinite comes over the border to Iowa and says, hey, where's your time machine? We're going <laughs> to go, huh? We'd ship you right back to Wisconsin. What? At least you can say time machine, though. A lot of people say ATM machine, and that's redundant because uh. the M in machine, or an ATM stands for machine in, in time. 
the M stands for money, so it still makes sense. Another one is, um, what do they call their drinking fountains? They don't call them drinking fountains. They call them bubblers in mm. Wisconsin. I still don't know why to this day. They do bubble, I guess. Well, and so you just called it a drinking fountain. I've always known it as a water, water fountain. fountain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You call them water fountains? Yeah, I call them water fountains. Interesting. Yeah, I've always called them drinking fountains. Duck, duck. Goose. Ah. Yeah, goose. Well, uh, gray duck for me. Duck, duck, gray duck. It's always duck, duck, gray duck growing up. That's... I didn't know duck, duck, goose till I got out of the state of uh, Minnesota. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Were uh-huh. you like that little kid playing duck, duck, goose, but then you did duck, duck, Well, but everybody did at school where I went. No, but if you when you moved to... Oh. Uh, no, I was too old by then to play, but I, oh. I observed it or I heard about it, and I was like, what? What is goose? Gray goose? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. So what are some for you, some that you've noticed? Maybe you weren't from the area originally. Or maybe you are from the area originally and you moved somewhere else for a short time and you noticed things that were different. Here's one for Carrie. When a band plays concerts and they have a long schedule, what is that called? When they're out they're out on They're out they're out on a tour. See Ah, that's a good yeah. idea. We T-O-U-R. say O U R. Yeah, we say tour. Tour. But it almost I would have to say with your Pennsylvania accident, it it probably should be tour. But we say tour in the tour. Midwest. Tour. What about same word but M E N T at the end? Wait, or M E N T what March Madness is a basketball? Tourney. What's the Tur- long word yeah. for it? Tournament. See, yeah, we see. Wait, but she says tur- tourney and then tournament. Yeah. So you'd think it'd be tur- turn tourney. That's just tourney. how I can't even say it. I uh went to school on the East Coast with a lot of sports broadcasters, so they would say tourney. Hmm. Tourney and tournament. We say tournament. I love uh, hearing my accent because I don't think I have an accent. No one does, I think, Nobody. until someone points it out. Oh, yeah, you or, or you feel like a fish out of water when you leave your home neck of the woods. My father-in-law would say breakfast food instead of cereal. <laughs> that one is strange. Yeah, I'd never heard breakfast that. food. And W A S H wouldn't be wash; it'd be wash. Uh, oh no, George Washington. Washington. Yeah. Luke Bryan says wash in um, rain is a good thing. And I don't think he's doing it just because I think that's how he says wash. Worse. So there's a lot. Uh, Hannah, my wife just messaged in and uh, reminded me. We used to live in, up in Fargo, and she was a student teacher up there. And Fargo is Minnesota times 10 with the accent. Oh, man. You've seen the movie Fargo. It's mm-hmm. very accurate, or the TV show. She said that the kids used to ask her if she was from the south, the deep south. They thought she was a southerner, which I guess <laughs> Iowa compared to Fargo is pretty deep south. Their minds would explode if they heard a Georgia accent. Yeah. Thing. Yes, they would. Oh, no, that's funny. So what are some you've noticed? We've got this posted on the K92.3 Facebook page. Uh, Missy wrote in for something that people in Iowa say, corn will be knee-high by the 4th of July. Maybe that's not a common one outside of Iowa. I've never heard of that. You've never heard that before you came here? No. Which is interesting because don't they have corn? They grow corn in Pennsylvania. They have farmland. Yeah, there's farmland, but we don't. We've I've never heard the phrase "corn will be knee high by the Fourth of July." Uh-huh. I think only people in the Midwest rhyme. In uh, Pennsylvania, they say the corn will be knee high, or we'll shoot it. <laughs> 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 We're taking it down. <laughs> what about you? What's one for you? I want to hear from you. Talking about regional differences this morning. Now, Bruce is with us on the line. He says he uh, had one. Bruce? Hey, I'm uh, driving. I'm not on Facebook, but uh, Des Plains and Des Moines versus oh. Des Moines. Yeah, yeah. Versus Des Moines versus uh, Des Moines. Do people so, actually uh, say Des Moines? 
I've heard it several times. They, really? People say Des Moines. Yeah. I'm actually on my way to Des Moines, so that's uh, oh. why I brought it up. Call so. it Des Moines when you get there and see if anybody <laughs> kicks you out. <laughs> what if those same people also say Illinois? Yeah. Ew. Illinois, I've heard that several times. I've heard Missouri. Have you heard that one? Thank you, by the way. Bruce, thank you. Please drive safe. Have you heard Missouri from yeah, people before? Many times. Missouri. Uh, Carrie Max said, ew, Bruce was talking about Des Moines. I didn't mean to say that. I'm sorry. I jokingly have said Des Moines as a joke and Dabuki. Yeah, Dabuki. But that's just me playing up the fact that I don't know the area. I'd assume that if you are from around here, you would know how to pronounce the capital city at Yeah, because kids learn this. I, I, I did. I'm sure you guys did when you were little. My children are also learning yeah. the capitals of all 50 states. And unless there's a teacher saying, no, it's pronounced Des Moines. It'd be like saying, you know, for Lincoln, Nebraska, it'd be like saying Lincoln or Lincoln, yeah, yeah. Lincoln Park, which is right over here. Uh, Ashley brought up a very, very Iowa one. Crick, C-R-E-E-K. Yeah. It's a little water stream. It's not a creek. It's a crick. Do you really call it a crick? Uh, I've heard it. My wife does. We have a creek. They have a creek on the farm. Oh, creek. Yeah, I, I think I say it both ways, which is very strange. That is I'll strange. say creek, creek, creek and crick. So you're up bleeps crick. Yeah, or the fl- yeah the floor is creaking. The floor is cricking. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's interesting. interesting. I know. I know in PA sometimes people say crick, but that's if you're more from the Philly or western part of the state. Huh. Well, we do have to move on on the radio here because we are at 728 and we have gender bender in about seven minutes. But you can continue to comment on Facebook or like Bruce, if you want, you can call us at 833-498-5. All right, we'll be back with gender bender. It's your chance today to win a mud and honey gift card on Mark's in the morning. Are you ready? It's time to play gender bender on Mark's in the morning. Hey, Johnny Marks, who are our contestants today? This is kind of exciting. We have two players who have never played with us before. We have Tanner from Hawkeye calling in from the city, not the school. Tanner, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Glad to hear that. Your opponent, Karen, is from New Hampton, Karen, but you're in Cedar Falls. Is that right? Yep, I'm at work. Do you make that drive every day or do you sometimes get to work from home? Every day. Every day. <laughs> and well, she sounds so happy yeah. about that. <laughs> We're heading into the nice time of the year to make that drive. In fact, uh, you get a little sunrise, I'm sure, and better weather. So at least there's that. Tanner and um, and Karen are going to play gender better. Neither of them have played with us on the air before. So I'll go over the rules quick. They are very simple. Tanner and Karen will get three questions, each aimed at the opposite gender. And, of course, whoever has a better score wins, much like most games. We do have a tiebreaker if we need it. And it will solve all because it's percentage-based. But we'll worry about that if we get there. Tanner, you were my first caller. Are you going first or is Karen? You decide. Karen can go first. Okay, Karen, you get your questions from JP. Good luck. All right, Karen. What lean meat is cut into thin strips and then dried in order to prevent spoilage? Turkey. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Nice job. One for one. What line of toy trucks once included the Mighty Loader, the Mighty Mixer, and the Mighty Dump Truck? Tonka. There we go. Two for two. Tonka trucks, man, they do last forever. I think we had a thing on our Facebook page the other day that indicated as much. Mm -hmm. All right, this is it. A perfect score if you get it right. Karen, in the NFL, what is it called when a player catches a kickoff in his own end zone and then takes a knee. Oh, what is it called? Uh, what is it called when a player 
catches the football in the end zone and takes the knee. Yeah. That's that. Is that it? That is it. Okay. Yeah. Nice job. Nice job. That's three for three. Tanner, you've got to match that score in order to force a tie. Yeah, breaker. Good luck. Okay, Tanner. This is one of my favorite shows, so if you mess this up, I'll be very disappointed. (laughs) What TV game show makes you answer in the form of a question? Oh, I know it. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) I can't think of it. Um... Jeopardy? Yes. Wow. It's what is Jeopardy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my heart was in Jeopardy. Oh, no. All right. Two more, Tanner. Good luck. What's another name for a breakfast pie made of eggs? Oh. Can you repeat that again? Yeah. What's another name for a breakfast pie made of eggs? Tanner, I am not. Yes. Breakfast casserole. Uh, good guess. Uh, it's a quiche. Quiche. Ooh, I yeah. didn't know that. Do you, why don't you take a stab at the third one just for the fun of it and see how you do? I don't know if you're a big sewer, but in sewing, what do you call it when a person stitches back and forth over the same stitch to prevent unraveling? Oh, I'm not a sewer at all. <laughs> oh, no. I do not know that one. Yeah. That's okay. It was backstitching. Backstitching. Of course. I didn't know it either. <laughs> I didn't know it either. Tough round today, uh, Tanner. Those are hard questions. Karen got three, and that's you know, virtually impossible to beat. So uh, congrats right. to you, Karen. Tanner, call us back. Of course, we've got a game tomorrow, and then we'll play again next week. All right? All right. Thank you. Thank you, Tanner. Have a great day. Karen, congratulations. You are our winner, so you get yourself a Mud and Honey gift card. Yeah, you can go after work sometime. You'll already be in Cedar Falls. That's where Mud and Honey is. We'll get your info in just a second. And if you think you can do what Karen did and get a perfect score or at least beat your opponent, prove it tomorrow. Your chance to go see Eli Young Band in less than a week, six short days. It's March 24th at the Align Energy Center in Cedar Rapids. Uh, all you got to do is listen and win, and, of course, call at uh, 8.15. We're going to play BYOB for EYB. I'll rattle off a beer. You tell me where it's from. I'll do it a couple times, and you'll win. And then I'll drink it. <laughs> what did you have last night for St. Patrick's Day? You had mentioned earlier that you had I had authentic an, food. Yeah, but I didn't go with authentic Irish beer. I had a new belt. IPA. New Belgium IPA. New, New Belgium IPA is New Belgium IPA. Where's that from? I think New Belgium is in Colorado. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Well, I, clearly I won't be able to put that one on the, the list. I didn't even <laughs> oh, know. Oh, yeah. I already gave it away. Whoops. <laughs> no, it's okay because I didn't know. I genuinely didn't know. Okay. New Belgium IPA. That's good. I added, uh, I had a Mick Ultra and I added green food dye and I put way too much in. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw the photo. It looked like bile. Now, when you say food dye, do you just mean food coloring? Food coloring okay. Yeah. So I put it in, and it tasted. Yes, that's right. I could taste the food coloring. It tasted awful. I had to. I had to get rid of the beer. <gasps> wow! I know. Disrespectful. Sacrilege. I know. And then what's worse is I looked at the food coloring. It expired in oh, 20, no. 2016. Oh my god! <laughs> Five years. <laughs> April 2016. Well, I wonder why so, it tasted bad. Yeah. Then hmm. I'm surprised I survived the night. We've had two presidents since then. <laughs> I know. And wouldn't you know it? I could taste that food coloring. So I pitched it, 
It was it was Hy-Vee brand food coloring, and it was not the the label Hy-Vee uses anymore for their private label <laughs> stuff. How old it was? I was suspicious. <laughs> So, in other words, I didn't have, I didn't even really drink last night. Can you imagine if we got the call this morning saying you're not going to be in because you had to yeah. be rushed to the hospital because of an overdose or food poisoning <laughs> of food coloring? Green food dye. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, and another green food dye related incident on St. Patrick's Day. Man, this just has to end. I wonder if that happens a lot to people. I uh, wonder how much beer is actually like wasted because people put too much dye into it. Uh, my hands up. I saw some fa- uh, Facebook photos or Instagram or wherever, and people had pictures of green beer, and it looked perfect. So my guess is barkeeps have it down to a science. And I would wager, I don't know why we don't do it, but I would wager you could do other colors. Probably. Uh, I mean, with a light beer, when you talk about like a Bush Light or a Mick Ultra. They're just that kind of golden amber color. If you add a little red, I don't know what the significance would be. You know, maybe if you're a Cyclones fan, I guess. Iowa Hawkeyes, it's already the right color, right? It's about as good as you're going to get. You're not going to make it black. But uh, I would imagine you could do other colors. You know, you got green. Why can't you do red, orange for hunting season? You can do red, white, and blue for Fourth of July. <laughs> you just have like three w- different beers. White beer. Oh, <laughs> maybe a white claw. How is that? That'd be like a Bailey's Irish cream type thing. Instead of the white beer, you yeah, just use yeah. the cream. Yeah, that, that's okay. I'll have a white Russian. You know, just a beer with white food coloring. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, thank you. Here's your water, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Or milk. It'd be milk. Yeah, I'd rather drink that. I think than uh, white food colored. Beer. I don't even know how you do white food coloring. Can you? Yeah, there's white food dye. Is there really? really? Yes, there I've is. I've never seen that either. I haven't either. Because I, I think of immediately, I think of coloring Easter eggs. You never yeah. use white because eggs are white. Speaking of coloring things, have you ever noticed a taste? Maybe it's subliminal between M and M's of different colors. Yes, the red ones always taste the best. Do they really? Yes, it's a science. It's an exact science. It's that not. You're out. making this up. All right, uh, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what we're gonna do. <laughs> We're, okay, we're going to give away Eli Youngman tickets, but after that, we didn't talk about this, but Carrie was nice enough to give me M&M's a couple weeks ago. Uh, they're fresh, don't worry. They're not as old as my food dye, they, and they <laughs> stay in my fridge, so they're really nice and, and cold. I'll go get them, and I'll pick out. You have to close your eyes. Mm-hmm. We'll do this on, um, do you want to go on Facebook Live for this? At about sure. 8.30, right around the time we play back the winner of the Throwback Throwdown, and I'll give you... On M&M, JP and I will see the color, and you tell us if if it's red. Make it nice and easy, red or not. We don't have to guess the color if it's blue, brown, whatever, but you have to tell us if it's red. Okay. I would also like to eat some M&Ms, please. Yes, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll all partake. <laughs> of course you may. All right, we'll get, uh, we'll get on that, but we'll also get on this. EYB, Eli Youngman tickets. Coming up, your chance to win in two songs. I love you. Tips to surviving oh, the worst day. Stop. Everything's playing at once. It's my nightmare. It's, it's Mark's in the morning. We still have Irish music we do. going, too. Yeah, I know. It's we're doing. We're celebrating St. Patrick's Day this whole week <laughs> on the show. <laughs> so we are giving away Eli Youngman tickets. All you need to do to win EYB tickets is identify three beers from their country of origin. It's pretty simple. If you feel like it's going to be hard or too hard, let me make a suggestion. Listen and cheat. No, don't do that. <laughs> That's good advice. Uh, honestly, though, it worked uh, out yesterday. It, it didn't, it, though. Yeah. Well, it... it I feel bad because oftentimes the first caller we take doesn't get, doesn't win. All right. Let's see if we can right that ship today. Yeah, that's the chance you take, though. You yeah. can try to be the first caller and get all three or you wait. You could do that. Yeah. 
833-498-5. Let me give these two uh, one of these, and we'll see how they do with it. Stella Artois. I'm sure you've heard of that beer. Oh, Ooh. this is this is like Denmark or one of those in that area. I feel like it's Italian. Stella Artois. It's Amsterdam. Italian. It's actually Belgian. Mm. That was close. Yeah. That's close. That's you my go-to close. beer. Do you like Stella? Yeah. Stella Artois. Okay, let's see how you do 833-4985. Hi, who's this? Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Landon or Brandon? Landon. Landon. Okay, Landon. Let's see how you do. I've got three beers lined up. You get them all right, you win. You just have to tell me the country. You don't have to give me a province or a state or any of that. Here we go. Number one is Line and Kugels. Line and Kugels? Line and Kugels, sometimes called Lineys. One of my favorites. JP loves him, some Lineys. Lineys Light. Uh, Summer Shandy, they've got a lot of beers. Landon, what's your guess? Uh, Belgium? Uh, no. I, I have no idea. That's okay. Hey, call us back and try again if you want. 833-4985. Of course, I can't reveal the answer because it's going to be guessed by... Hi, who's this? Jeff. Did you say Jeff? Jeff? Josh. Josh. Okay. Hey, Josh. Where are you calling from, buddy? Waterloo, Iowa. Waterloo. Perfect. Jeff, where is Lightning Kugels from? What country? Uh, USA. That's right. Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. Oh. I had a chance to tour their brewery. Yeah, once. the Lodge, the Liney Lodge. Liney Lodge. A very, very well themed. Can't say uh, enough good things about it. All right, let's move on to Pos- Pacifico. Pacifico. <laughs> yeah, it struggled with that Pacifico, one. Pacifico, Pacifico. Oh, um, P A C I F I C O. What's the name of that little symbol above the eye? Tilde? No. Yes. It's Tilde. Okay. Yes, Tilda Swinton, the actress. <laughs> She's great on top of that eye. What do you think? Pacifico. Mexico. That's right. Very good. Ooh. Yeah. From um, from Modelo, the same family as Modelo. All right, here we go. Josh, you get this one right. You win. I will try to pronounce this correctly. Mm. <laughs> Tsingtao. <laughs> I think I got it. I listened to it off the air. I made Siri say it a bunch of times. Tsingtao. I'm going to say China. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, nice work, Josh. Sing Tao is the only beer from China that I could find in stores here in the U.S. Or uh, pronounced, probably. probably. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Our buddy, uh, Intern Skyscraper, gave me a bunch of Chinese beers, and I said, I can't say any of these, and he said, me either. Good luck. (laughs) And that was it. But Sing Tao, I think we got. Hey, Josh, you got it. You got all three, for that matter. Even if you had a a little heads up on the first one, you still got the other two. Uh, Hang on for me for a second. Where are you calling from? Did I ask you that? You said Waterloo. Yes, I did. Hang on for me for a second. It's Mark's in the morning. Two more. No, one more. One more chance to win tomorrow on the show. Tomorrow's already Friday. Your chance to win Eli Youngman tickets on the mighty K92.3. The Cedar Valley's number one for new country. You can be just like Josh and win tomorrow on the show. K92.3's tips to Sarah. It's Mark's in the morning, and it is... 34 degrees right now. I feel like we'll uh, be going up very rapidly from there now that the sun is shining. Uh, and the snow will probably be gone by the end of the day. Hey, the winner of the Throwback Thursday Throwdown in just a moment. We play that back at 8.30. So we got a moment before we get to that. Although, thank you. The votes were overwhelming today. I think the most we've ever got. Carrie, you have a shout-out from a Kid Country listener? Yes, we do. Peggy from Arlington wants to wish her 14-year-old son, Garrett, good luck driving from Arlington to Iowa City this morning. You're trying to do the the math on the miles there. Is that what? It's Fayette County to Iowa City is Marshall? What county? Johnson County, Johnson I believe. County. 
What is the drive? About two uh, hours? I would say about 800 miles. <laughs> I'm not sure my math is correct. I don't know. Maybe 1,000 miles. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. No, I'm just messing with you Northern guys. Texas. <laughs> you can't make those jokes. I knew here, JP. Jeez well, this Louise. Kid, this poor kid's probably like, oh, no, I got a long ways to go. <laughs> this day will never end. <laughs> What's the kid's name? Uh, uh, Garrett. Garrett, please don't drive 800 miles. Your mom will need the car back before then. <laughs> Uh, good luck. It's though. about an hour and a half drive. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not, so 1,600 miles, roughly, <laughs> if our fuzzy math is right. Uh, good luck. I'm sure you'll have a great drive. Beautiful day for a drive. Beautiful day to see uh, snow go away right outside my window up here in the Blacks Building. I can once again see Anton's Beer Garden and the grass with which dwells beside it. Tis the season for beer. I know. I'm ready for an outdoor beer. Uh, here's something we're going to do in about a minute right after we get off the air. I got all these M&Ms, which actually Carrie bought for me. Thank you so much for that. Uh, extra belt buckle has had to be called in for reinforcements thanks to these M&Ms. <laughs> uh, but I appreciate it because, you know, my belt needs a workout. Uh, but what we're going to do is earlier in the show, kind of kind of under, not like under her breath, but kind of um, half-heartedly Carrie said, oh, yeah, the red M&M tastes different than the rest. And so we'll see if indeed blindfolded or at least with her eyes closed, she can prove that there's a taste difference. I have the uh, bag here. We got all the fun colors of the M&M rainbow. I'll just say right now I'm calling bull crap. That's they all, what I'm they saying. all taste yeah. the same. I don't taste the difference. I've heard even Skittles all taste the same. Have you heard that? No, th- no, that's heresy. Well, we do have some in our vending <laughs> machine. If anybody has a buck seventy-five or wants to punch through the glass, <laughs> and we'll get to uh, we'll get to the uh, M&M's video here on Facebook Live momentarily. K nine two three Waterloo's our Facebook. All right, your winning song for the Throwback Thursday Throwdown was my pick. I love you. Thank you. I want to accept this award on behalf of everybody who hasn't seen Magic Mike but likes the song Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. Have you seen Magic Mike? I have not. I had no idea it was in there. Uh-huh. Sure. I said I was pretty sure it was in there at right. some point. I Maybe maybe I was in Magic Mike. No, you, <laughs> no, you weren't. People have been known to rearrange furniture after listening to our oh, show. Stop. Stop okay, it. Fine. Your winning song. Mind much for joining us this morning. We're at 839 and almost that many degrees, 38 degrees. We'll get up to about 50 today. And it will be partly cloudy. I know right now, nice sunshiny day. I guess it's technically partly cloudy. But it's not uh, the, the any chance of rain or snow or any of that. It's the wind that will be more of a factor. Uh, Rebecca Copeland is off today, but Sarah Flynn sang a very breezy day. So just keep that in mind. If you're going to be outdoors for extended period of t- periods of time, you might blow away. Make sure you carry rocks in your pocket, just so you don't. Make sure you're tethered. Yes, make sure you're tethered at all times, like a kid on a leash. Make sure you're anchored to the ground. All right, Judge. Note to self, don't let Johnny babysit my kids. <laughs> Note to self, let him babysit your Where's kids. James Jr.? Ah, oh, he's tethered around here somewhere. Tethered I think, around? I think he's stuck in the bathroom. You leave him outside, but you tie him to a tree. <laughs> Hannah <laughs> took him on a walk. Don't worry, she took the leash. Uh, we think he's over by a fire hydrant. I don't know. He seemed to be pawing up against it. The muscle's a bit tight today, though. <laughs> all right, JP. You've got a uh, history lesson for us. You teased earlier. It had to do with a U.S. president. Yes. I'm going to uh, test your knowledge. Um, cue my theme music, by the oh, way. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I give Johnny crap all the time because he never has theme music. Oh, yes. There we go. Yeah. Uh, born on this day in 1837, on March the 18th, Grover Cleveland, mm. our president. But I want you to tell me why... Probably oh. why do we know Grover Cleveland the well, best? The two the two big Grover Cleveland things are his non-sequential terms. Yes. And he uh, had 
a terrible mouth cancer and had part of his jaw removed he during did? his term. Yep. I didn't know that. But, yeah. he, but it, back then, you could keep things secret. But the press kind of figured it out. He was on a boat when the surgery mm-hmm. was performed. And he was out on the boat for like two weeks. Yeah, a surgery right? on a boat? Yeah. And it was during 4th of July. No U.S. president ever disappeared during the 4th. You'd always treat it like a... I mean, we these days, it's a super holiday. It was a super holiday back then. They didn't have all the pomp and circumstance. But your president never vanished on the 4th of July. And he was gone. He was in... The Hamptons or something? Yeah, he was, he, out, this out was east. supposed to be my history lesson to oh, you guys, but yeah. you're teaching me. I didn't know any of this. He also, didn't he marry someone who was like half his age? Yes, <laughs> I was going to bring that up. That's what I was going to bring up. Anyway, Grover Cleveland was born on this day in 1837, and as Johnny mentioned, he's the only president to have two non-consecutive terms. Who was the president between him? Harrison. Yes, wow. Yeah. Johnny Marks, look at you. Yeah, that you. podcast. Imagine I being, oh, I knew Benjamin Harrison. Imagine being Benjamin Harrison. You beat yeah. Grover Cleveland to become president, but then you're not good enough to beat him again. Yeah, right. No kidding. And Grover Cleveland was not a very good president. Mm-hmm. He didn't do anything. No. He relied on laziness and coasted on his, I guess, successes before office. Another fact about President Cleveland, he was 49 when he got married, and he was president when he got married, and he married in the White House. He's the only president to get married, have the ceremony performed in the White House. His wife was a 21-year-old college student. Yeah, and wasn't he like her godfather or something? He he had, uh, it's a really creepy story, I'll keep it very quick. He had said to her when she was like 10 or 11 that he was going to, he was waiting for his wife to turn the right age, or she was in the area when he said that. Yeah, because her father was friends with President Cleveland. He passed away, so he kind of didn't adopt her, but he He looked over her. Yeah, He didn't swoop in on mom, his (laughs) best friend's wife. No, he swooped in on the daughter. Yeah, He was an interesting guy. A lot of our old, you know, I don't want to say forefather, that's way back, but a lot of our 1800s presidents, you only really talk about Lincoln because of the Civil War. Yeah, I guess a, a couple that came after that. But there's some interesting history there. Yeah. There's kind yeah. of interesting. They're, they're strange people, some of them. We'll have, uh, that probably was off the rails for you there, James. I'm sorry. That was good. I didn't, I had no idea you guys knew so much about the presidents. Yeah. I enjoyed yeah. this. Carrie, you, actually, you taught me. I do. I love U.S. presidential history. And Carrie turned me onto a podcast that covered Grover Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, a podcaster named Ashley Flowers, who usually covers murders and such. Instead, turned her attention to Grover Cleveland. You guys are nerdier than I am. Hi. <laughs> How you doing? I'm going to go get my inhaler. You take that back. We'll be back in a minute with uh, Travis Denning, Eric Church, and Nashville News. It's Fox in the Morning on K92.3. It's uh, 36 degrees, 908. Weird News Rodeo is coming up a little bit. But uh, this is kind of a weird story as well. JP, what happened at your family's house. So, Mom and I, we write back a few times a week through email, and she wrote to me on Monday saying, we had an interesting morning. I was going to wash a load of clothes and saw water spraying everywhere. And she couldn't get the water turned off. It turns out it had rusted. So she had to call the plumber. So I'm guessing the water had been gushing out for, I don't know, half an hour to an hour. Mm. So he had to replace the hoses. She had to mop up the water in the laundry room, and it seeped through the floors into the basement where I keep a lot of my belongings that I can't fit in my home right now. So they're just there until I find a a house to live in sometime. So mom said, you had a box of magazines in the basement that got wet. Do you want me to try and dry them out or should I throw them out? They were Playboy magazines. (laughs) And then she wrote, hmm, with a smiley face emoji. So I wrote wrote back, I don't think they're mine, mom. And that's all I said. Oh, wait a minute. And honestly, they are not mine. They're not yours. I have two younger brothers. 
And I don't know if they just wrote my name on the box. Yeah, they were trying to get you busted. Yeah, so do I rat out my brothers? Because obviously she has these. I don't want to make my mom sit through the blow dryer thumbing through a Playboy magazine. <laughs> or I don't know how many are even there. Uh, but you got him for the articles, right? Yes. I mean, your brothers. Got yeah, yeah, that's good Good reading. Yeah, of course. So <laughs> do I rat out my brothers? <laughs> I... Yes, I would. As a sibling, yes, I would. What a great visual of her trying to dry out. <laughs> and it's not like we're 15. I'm 42. My other two brothers are 40 and 38. So, I mean, we're grown adults. We All three of us have children. Would it help if you, like, figured out how old the magazines were to pinpoint which one it was? See, here's my thought, too. If these are older, they could be worth some money. Yeah. Well, not <laughs> But again, I don't want my mom. Because what if she has someone come over or she has a book club show up at her house and she's sitting in the living room with a whole spread of Playboy <laughs> magazines with fans on trying to try them out? Well, we all know that that issue with Farrah Fawcett was worth a mint. <laughs> so I wrote to my brothers just this morning. I said, hey, mom had a hose break on the washing machine in case you didn't hear. Water was all over. Seeped to the basement. And a box of your magazines got wet. She wants to know if she should throw them out or not. And my youngest brother, Johnny, who's 38, and he lives in Ankeny, he said, don't make mom dry out your filthy magazines. <laughs> so I'm assuming they're his. <laughs> Which issue has the uh, interview with Warren Beatty? I heard that was really good. <laughs> Is that one still there? I honestly had no idea those were down there. I swear they're they're not mine, but I don't even. I can't tell my mom they're not mine, mom. She's never going to believe no, me. No, of course not. You were the oldest then. Yeah, and of course my dad hasn't chimed in at all. He has, so maybe they're dads. Where That's are said I'm... magazines, honey? That's what I'm thinking. It could, maybe he's put, placing the blame on you and all the th other kids. Well, my dad and I share the same first name. He's also a James, so maybe it just said James or JP. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Oh, wow. I think the the uh, jig is up here. I believe you are being wrongfully accused of having adult nudie magazines in your possession. It's not my smut. And you know what's <laughs> what's worse yet is you haven't even gotten to you know enjoy these magazines, yet you're getting blamed for having And it. I don't want to drive over there and say, hey, Mom, do you still have those magazines? Let me look through them. Sh see if, my brother. Yeah, see if they're okay. I can't do that either. There is a no-win situation. Wow. But the thing I find funny is that I am a grown man, and I'm still worried about my mom finding things that belong or don't belong to me. Well, at least they were in the basement and not under your bed. <laughs> it is 2021. She's, you can grow up now. She's probably thinking, I wonder what else he's got down here. <laughs> oh my. Well, if it's edible, don't eat it. It's been a long time. It's Mark's in the morning. All right, it's 9-12. Coming up, Weird News Rodeo. I never really hit anything like that from my mom. I think I had a couple magazines, but then once the internet became a thing, that was it. Everything was kept on a hard drive. <laughs> no more. Kept on a hard you never drive. had to stuff anything under your bed anymore. You just, you just you, make sure your hard drive was unplugged. I, I sure hope external hard drive. I sure hope your wife is listening right now. <laughs> you put. <laughs> I said was. <laughs> what kind of laugh was that? <laughs> you put it on a hard drive though. That's worse because you can't burn the evidence. He can burn the evidence or the, or flood it out. In or this flood case. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you've given me much to think about. <laughs> we wish you the best of luck. Not. Falling or stooping to the level of whoever is featured in our Weird News Rodeo story. Generally, I don't know. I don't get a sneak peek ahead of time. Carrie and I are just surprised. But generally, it's somebody doing something stupid, and they have made weird news.
on Marks in the Morning. JP, what's our story today? Well, it's not so much someone today, but a something. Okay. And we'll go from a whip sound effect to a bazooka. Because currently on eBay, you can now buy a bazooka-shaped oh. Cheeto. A oh, Cheeto God. that apparently, which it doesn't, is supposed to resemble a World War II bazooka. And this person selling said Bazooka Cheeto is probably asking a fortune for it, right? Actually not, because no, no, no one wants it. I'll get to that in a second. The listing says, and I quote, This is a highly sought-after, one-of-a-kind item oh, yes. that would be a perfect gift for any history buff. I can't think of anybody that enjoys history that would like a Cheeto dust-fingered Cheeto that looks like a bazooka. Do you even eat it if you buy this? Like, that's my big yeah, question. Does it, what does it taste how does it taste any different? It tastes as old as yeah. World War II. <laughs> as of this morning, there have been a whopping zero bids on oh. the Cheeto Bazooka. And the opening bid, five bucks. Oh. Or you could take that five bucks and buy an entire bag of Cheetos. Probably a couple. Usually <laughs> Fairway or Hy-Vee will have them on sale. You can see photos. I believe I have posted this on the K92.3 app. But you better hurry. The auction ends this Sunday. And it ships from Pittsburgh. You can save more. There you go. Pennsylvania can, there, Carrie. Yeah. I'm getting on it, guys. <laughs> you can save more money and just get Bazooka Joe bubblegum. Yes. It's got the name, and you can actually eat it. Although, that can be pretty hard stuff, too. <laughs> age well. There you go. It's Mark's in the morning. We'll be back on uh, just a little bit here on K92.3 with news and weather. Got uh, Oh, uh, it's Throwback Thursday. We've gotten your request. Garth Brooks coming up. Which Garth Brooks classic? You'll hear in just a little bit. Also, new music from Blake Shelton. Next. I don't even think Carrie was born when this happened, but Garth Brooks was on SNL, and I think Chris Gaines was also on. Yes. Or maybe they were separate. And I actually bought the Chris Gaines album. Or you CD. did? I did. I, I don't know if I still have it somewhere, because I, I was very curious. This, you know, but this is before the digital age. You just couldn't stream everything to figure yeah. it out. Yeah, look at that. There Carrie. he is. Do you see? I've got a picture of... That's Garth Brooks. It was like his alter ego. He had a whole separate, and it was more rock music than country. It wasn't good, though. I mean, it was all right, but... It wasn't his best stuff. But uh, I, I applaud him for trying. I mean, it was very strange. I mean, I guess David Bowie did it, too. In the, oh, here but, he is. But it, I, I applaud him for doing it. I mean, he branched out. He didn't stick with his yeah. roots. He no, went he out. didn't. Garth Brooks also tried his hand at baseball once, right? Yeah. Was baseball he yep. tried to play? So, I mean, the guy's not afraid to try new things, which is awesome. So he's going to try again with Chris Gaines. We'll have to see how that goes. But if you were a fan of uh, Mr. Gaines' music, you should be ready. He should talk to Granger Smith, who's <clears throat> Earl Dibbles Jr. Of course, we're not supposed to know that, right? They just happen to look the same. With Garth trying the Chris Gaines approach again, I mean, this is probably 30 years since he did this. It's still in his system. You can tell that he still wants to be a rocker a little bit. Oh, yeah. He's going to give it a shot. Maybe he'll have some sort of crossover hit. He should hmm. do a song with Keith Urban as Chris Gaines. Or he should do a duet with Chris Gaines. As, oh. as, <laughs> How is he going to pull that one off live? Oh, yeah. Uh, hologram. <laughs> How, the same way we get all these deceased stars back. Hey, Carrie, you got to tell us this story. We only heard part of it. Yesterday, uh, for St. Patrick's Day, Carrie and a group of co-workers here went down to Jameson's, right? Which yeah. you, you had never been to, to the best of my knowledge? No, I haven't. Jameson's, perfect for St. Patrick's Day, Irish-themed, and uh, of course, they're a big part of Irish Fest, and uh, and yesterday was a great day for both events, if you haven't heard by now, Irish Fest back for sure in 2021. But uh, you went to Jameson's, and there were like six or seven employees there, and uh, what happens? You're not, nobody was planning to drink at that hour, right? No, no. Everyone was being very responsible. I ordered a water. Some people ordered Diet Coke. And <laughs> Anybody ordered Diet Water? No, no. 
But one person, I don't want to name names. It was Wayne, one of our sales guys. (laughs) (laughs) We love love Wayne. There's nothing wrong with that. A lot of people know Wayne. He goes out and sells on behalf of this radio station. Oh, I love Wayne so much. (laughs) We're all placing our orders for drinks, and he's like, can I have an Irish coffee? And me and one of the (laughs) women who's sitting across from me, we share a look, and we're like, oh, Wayne's going to... Have a little. Wayne's well, going for it. He's the first one. He's going to follow suit. That's kind of like it's kind of a standoff. So I was waiting because I, I wanted to see what happened, and then he was drinking it. And then I, when the waitress comes back, he turns over to her and whispers something, and I'm like, "Oh, he's already done. What? Oh my oh, gosh! He yeah. wants a second. Yeah. So she leaves, and he turns to me and says, "They put alcohol in this." And then I turned to everyone else, and I was like, that's what you do with Irish coffee. <laughs> I love it. And I'm not laughing at Wayne. He thought he was ordering a coffee. Probably a little pick-me-up at lunchtime. Yeah. I keep some uh, caffeinated beverages in my refrigerator, and you're at an Irish restaurant. You probably think, Irish coffee, maybe it's got, like, mint. I don't know what you think, but I wouldn't have necessarily thought it was alcoholic either. I've heard of an Irish car bomb, which is, of course, Guinness and... Help me out here. What is it? You drop it in beer? Uh, yeah. I think it's, is it, oh, wait, it is. Guinness is beer. I don't remember what you drop it in. But that just sounds like it's alcoholic. Yeah. Irish coffee doesn't necessarily sound. That's why I'm not, I wouldn't... I wouldn't have been the one to look at you. I don't even know that I would have known. I mean, I <laughs> it was just so funny because I understand he he explained that he goes to some coffee shops and sometimes he orders an Irish coffee and there's no alcohol in there obviously yeah. because it's Starbucks or something. And <laughs> oh my gosh, he was just so startled. It was really funny. He like drank the foam and then he was like and I <laughs> he was like shaking over. Did a bit. you did you happen to catch what he ordered a second time or did he finish the drink he, he didn't finish it because obviously he well, figured out that justin moore saying it best it's alcohol abuse if you pour one down the drink even if you accidentally order it <laughs> but it was so like you go to an irish bar it's saint patrick's day you'd assume that maybe someone wants a little as johnny and his wife say a little tibble it's tipple it, yeah. tibble now if i i wasn't with you guys yesterday when you but if i was next in line to order after wayne and he said i'll take an irish coffee i would have looked around and thought well we're doing this okay i'll take a couple shots then <laughs> get this <laughs> yeah, party going your day was more done even if you have a show after you several hours poor wayne's just getting started yeah. you know <laughs> 10 o'clock rolls around i know i have radio friends i don't know if they still do it anymore it would go out after the morning show mm-hmm. you've been up for six seven eight hours in some cases Either you're done for the day or you have lunch. You have a couple. You know, it's more frowned upon now. But uh, I I don't think he should be embarrassed. Was he embarrassed? I hope he wasn't. He wasn't embarrassed. Just me and a few of the other late. We, it was like kind of divided. Like the guys were on this side. The girls were on this side. It was like elementary school. And we were just kind of giggling. Mm. And we thought it was hilarious. But I, he was like, I, I don't see a problem in it. I made a mistake. No, I don't either. I, well, we support you. Wayne's also the only other guy in this building that roots for the Vikings. So we got to stick together. It would have been hilarious if he would have ordered the Irish coffee. And then he says, and I'll also take one to go, too. Oh, yeah. I need, need one for the road. Then that might have raised an eyebrow. All right. It's Marks in the Morning. Here's what's coming up. Uh, Nashville News is coming up. 
Tomorrow, we hope to be bringing you our Student of the Week. I know Waterloo Public Schools are off this week, but we are not giving our Student of the Week award off. We already got it approved. We're just getting a little, having a little trouble getting a photo uh, approved from our winner. So as soon as we do that, uh, I'll just say he because it's a, a guy this time. We'll get you all of his information and make sure he gets his shout-outs on the show. You can nominate a student for our Waterloo Public Schools Student of the Week award. We're going right on through to uh, about Memorial Week when the uh, year is done. Go to the K92.3 app, tap the Nominate Student button for all the info, and you can win a Screaming Eagle gift card. It's actually a free meal for your kiddo uh, if you nominate them, and they win if they're picked as a student of the week. So go ahead and uh, check that out. Get more information on the app. We'll be back with Nashville News and Low Cash next. Hang on.